we go. You got a marvelous vibe, and I know it starts from inside. So fill your heart with pride and let your light shine brightly. Yo, don't hide. You're a work of art, unforgettable and off the charts. Welcome to a podcast dedicated to your mental health. I'm Bailey with the Recording Library of West Texas. Hi, I'm Christy Edwards. I'm the Executive Director and a therapist at Centers for Children and Families. Hi, I'm Melanie Size. I'm the Marketing and Development Director at Centers for Children and Families. Together, we're bringing you tips and tricks on how to navigate this thing called life. This is Center Solutions. Due to the nature of some of the topics that are discussed, listener discretion is advised. Today, we have our uh, COVID-19 edition, and we are uh, talking about Permian Basin Gives. Uh, nonprofits need our help right now, and there are lots of reasons why, and we have some great people to have that discussion. Of course, we have our regular uh, podcast team, Executive Director Christy Edwards with Centers, Bailey Hennis okay. with Recording Library of West Texas. Hello. Uh, so, they're going to be putting their ED hats on today, and uh, special guest Kay Kreitz, who is the Executive Director of Big Brothers Big Sisters, so welcome. Thank you. Kay Kreitz is help, has uh, helped put together this really cool initiative that we have going on in the Permian Basin called Permian Basin Gives. It's kind of like a Giving Tuesday, but it's very specific to our area, and Kay, you want to talk about it a little bit? Absolutely, um, especially during this time that we have that we're going through right now, where everything is so crazy. Our nonprofits are being hit more than ever with needs. Um, of course, everyone is familiar with the fact that you know people are needing food, people are needing rent assistance, they're needing uh, help with utilities. But there are so many other needs for mental health and physical health um, that our nonprofits, you know, are having to supply right now. And unfortunately, most of us, because of the virus, have also had to cancel our fundraisers for the year, which really makes it difficult for us to meet the needs while um, meeting, you know, staying within our budget. That's a big problem for everyone. (laughs) Yes. According to... uh United Way report that we recently received. Uh, there's some statistics that talk about how, hey, we are kind of all in this together. It's not just us in the Permian Basin. Even though we've been hit a little bit uniquely because of the oil industry and our dependence on that and how our community's structured, I think we've we've had a little bit harder of a hit. Um, but we have some statistics. Um, over 70% of nonprofits have changed their operations or services Uh, So they can more directly support the COVID-19 response. Um, 70% of people surveyed said that their budgets had been impacted uh, or will likely be impacted. 82% of nonprofits have canceled or plan to cancel revenue generating programs or events, as you just mentioned, uh, which will affect uh, their financial prospects. Uh, The pandemic is crippling the sector's ability to sustain an important Uh, workforce and provide critical services that all Texans depend on. And honestly, I think we can all agree that nonprofit organizations are really carrying a lot of people through this difficult time. So we, our work is extremely important right now. Absolutely. Um, So um, that's, that's just kind of the gist of what's going on throughout Texas, uh, certainly in our area. 
What are some of the challenges that uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters has faced during this time, Kay? Well, uh, when you take a program that's built on socialization and you have to pretty quickly pivot and adapt it for social isolation or, you know, social distancing, um, mm-hmm. it, it takes, you know, it takes some uh, thinking and some work to make that happen so that we can. These children have seen so much in our community with the shooting in, a, you know, on 191 in Odessa last fall and all the talk about the illness and death from the from the virus. And then maybe mom and dad have lost their jobs. And so they're going through a lot of stress at home. And now they've lost their support at school and they've lost their support through our program. So we've got to be able to find some way to allow them to still connect and have some fun and have somebody they can talk to. So So that was our challenge. Have you guys been uh, doing anything, any of the Zooming that we all talk about? Oh, yes, absolutely. (laughs) Zoom, FaceTime, um, for some of our program that they're not supposed to be making contact, they only meet through the schools. Uh, We have encouraged them to write letters and or draw pictures and send them to their uh, mentoring specialist, and then it, we forward them back that. and forth. Yeah, so, that's great. And we're putting out a list of activities, COVID-safe activities that they can do together. Um, things like write a letter to someone in a nursing home and and send it. Um, you know, buy a cookie mix and virtually bake cookies at the same. You know, together. So we and we've provided some activities for them to do. Get on, get on, and do at the same time. So, yeah. Well, I know it's been a time for everybody uh, for create creative programming and creative fundraising. So, yes. uh, Bailey, you want to talk a little bit about some of the challenges faced by the recording library right now? Sure. So at the beginning of this, the pandemic, the biggest challenge for us as a team at RLWT is, you know, what's it like to be blind, visually impaired during pandemic? And how can we kind of offer some new programs that will make sure that our visually impaired clients receive information about COVID and about the pandemic? Because we were thinking, you know, if you're if you're blind during a pandemic, how are you going to get the information? And so we created a lot of new programs on top of just what we do daily to make sure that uh, those who have a visual impairment can pr- get the right information. Things like, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, what were the grocery store hours? So information like that we thought was so imperative for our, our listeners So we really had to add a whole lot of new programs on top of everything else, including like a daily COVID update at 1 p.m. So that those with an impairment can tune into our radio station and listen every day at 1 to uh, just local COVID-19 updates. So that was something that we were really um, we felt like that was just so important for our listeners to do. And for us, we also had to cancel our fundraiser, which is Dining in the Dark. Um, where we invite the public to come and experience a meal while wearing blindfolds or um, or glasses that represent yeah. a visual, yeah, um, you know, like cataracts. Uh huh. Yeah, it's something that we absolutely love to do every year, and it's we so have much to cancel fun. that. It's, it's definitely one of yeah. my favorites. Yes, we, we we look forward to that every year, and unfortunately, we had to cancel it because, like Kay was saying, that's a very social event. So we had to cancel that. So uh, that is a huge uh, challenge for us because, one, you know, we don't receive any government funding. We rely strictly on grants and foundations and private donations. 
So something like that fundraiser that we're not able to do really uh, has a few ch- provides challenges for us. But we're, we're getting creative and trying, just like all other nonprofits that are trying to figure this all out. <laughs> um, we're, we're just taking it day by day and making sure that um, we push our mission forward to provide audio for everyone who has an impairment. Oh, that's great. So centers, Christy, I'll let you share a little bit about our challenges at centers. Okay. And you can help me if I forget anything. Um, uh, I feel we- like I could almost just say ditto to what Kay and, and Bailey have said, but you know, whenever you your program runs on uh, being able to see your um, clients face to face, it's very difficult um, to go to the teletherapy. And we have a lot of clients that were hesitant to use that. And some of those people have remained um, kind of dug in to saying, we're going to wait till you're back in the office. Um, you, you know, we're, we're running at about 75 to 80 percent of what we normally uh, see as far as clients. Just so many of them are saying, you know, I don't want to run the risk of being exposed. I don't want to take anything to my parents or to my children or, you know, anything like that. But um, as Bailey was saying, we've gotten creative. We've even been able to do some groups online. So um, we use Zoom, we use Doxy, we use FaceTime. Right now, while insurances and Medicaid are still paying for audio only, we're being able to do some phone sessions. Um, But as Melanie can talk more about, we did have to uh, cancel our big fundraiser, which was going to be, wasn't it the 15th? Supposed to be August 15th? Yes. Okay. So that day kind of snuck up on me and I looked at my calendar and I'm like, oh my gosh, we should be having our event today. So, um, you know, (laughs) we are uh, shifting gears. We're trying to do a golf tournament. um, Melanie's done some great things to try to pull in more than just our um, entry fees, you know, with a raffle. And I'll let her talk a little bit more about that. But, you know, the main thing that I, I think we're all in agreement on is our funding and our bank accounts are not as healthy as we would like for them to be at this time of the year. Yes, that's a that's a collective thought across the board. Um, mm-hmm. our, so our event was supposed to be on the thirteenth. I think we've got fifteenth. Oh, sorry, that's yeah. September fifteenth is our golf tournament. You know how okay. it is. We got all these dates to keep up. With. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we had to postpone our event. Luckily, we have our. Uh, Wonderful speaker, Taya Kyle, who has so graciously agreed to uh, come back next year. Um, I think we've recognized a lot of people being very generous right now uh, just because there's a lot of empathy. I mean, we are everyone is experiencing something at this point. But, you know, it's creative fundraising. I, I know the challenges that our therapists have in the different way that they are um, carrying out the clinical counseling and some of our other programs, it's, it goes the same way with fundraising. There's not that face-to-face uh, walking in the door. It, it's just a little different. Lots of phone calls, um, mm-hmm. trying to come up with ways to raise funds that is that are as contactless as possible, mm-hmm. which can be challenging. A lot of what we like to do, especially I think in our area, is socialize. <laughs> so this has been really tough for a lot of people. Um, but, you know, we all are very well versed in uh, dealing with crisis situations as nonprofits. I think that's just what we do um, because, we take care of people in a during mm-hmm. difficult times. It's just it's what we do. So um, this is another uh, unprecedented difficult time in all of our lives. Um, so I'm wondering what we all think, what we hope the world will learn 
about our nonprofit communities during you know, this time. You know, Melanie, you always talk about uh, you'd like for us to do a blackout. You know, all the nonprofits kind of like blackout for the day just so people would know exactly. The, a world without nonprofits. Yes. A world without nonprofits. A day. I mean, a day. Yeah. Sorry. It's, a day. It's, <laughs> uh, it's the role that we play or the void that we feel on a, on a daily basis. So, you know, I'm hoping that people will, in listening to our stories and uh, looking in to see what the Permian Basin gives is all about and the people that are, you know, participating in that, I hope that they will take a look and go, I have heard of that. I did not know they were a nonprofit. You know, maybe that's something that I can help support because that's something that's near and dear to my heart. So um, once again, just hope people are paying attention. And I certainly would encourage them to go to that website, permianbasingives.org. Mm -hmm. I have been in the nonprofit world since 1999, and there are nonprofits out there that I didn't know about and what they do, and they do some amazing work. I would agree with you. When I looked at that list, Kay, I was like, I, I did not know. Mm -hmm. Which so is amazing because, well, I mean, most of us have been doing this forever. So to have mm -hmm. people come out that are going, we do everything, by golly, yeah. no. <laughs> there are other organizations out there that are doing great work oh, for the greater mm -hmm. good. And it's important for us, I mean, for, of course, the general public to understand, but also for us to know what each other is doing. That way we can make those referrals that are very important mm -hmm. for clients. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And uh, can you kind of explain what you're talking about? Uh, maybe Kay can be the best one to explain what the website kind of looks like. Yes. Um, if you When you first go into it, there is a little square for each of the 106 uh, nonprofit agencies that are participating uh, with a little statement on what their mission is and what, what services they provide. Um, and then if you'd rather, you could click, you can sort it by uh, what organ, you know, whether they're human services, whether they're arts and, you know, that type of thing, arts and uh, performing or um, you can do a list view to see the agencies that are listed. It's kind of like a menu for nonprofits. It's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> it really is. And but, um, can you tell us statements, about Those little statements just give everybody, you know, a really a good chance to find out some of the organizations that we have here in town. That's, that's so great. Um, so tell us about the day. What, what we should expect that day or we what our, our uh, social media feeds are going to look like that day. <laughs> well, I hope they will be blowing up. The day is August the 25th. Um, you may, people can start giving at 12.01 a.m. and it will go right up to 11.59 p.m. that night. Um, many of the organizations have matching grants so that the money donated to them will be matched by an anonymous donor. So the gifts will be doubled, which is absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. And then um, we'll be reporting during the day. All of the agencies will, will be reporting so that we can keep a total going of the amount raised. And right now, we're the, the goals for all of the organizations are right at three quarters of a million dollars. So that's that's really significant if we can meet that amount. Um, and then from seven to nine that night, PBS is um, hosting a telethon for us. And they'll have entertainment um, from the theaters and from dance performers. And then we'll have some educational panels from some of the foundations and about Permian Basin Gives and uh, 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 one on the arts. 
Oh, that sounds really fantastic. Well, I hope our our listeners will, will we intend to to have this podcast out very soon, and we will be talking about this um, on our early morning Thursday uh, Center Solutions segment with uh, Channel Two. So we're uh, very excited about that, and uh, looking forward to our community coming together to to do some good. So thank you so much, Kay, for participating in this podcast and. Um, I I guess we can let you go and get ready for your vacation. <laughs> we might I, add to. I think you should share where, what you're doing on your vacation. Uh, share it now, or, or sure. with everybody here. Well, yeah. we are going to go through Texas, and apparently there's around ten really outstanding waterfalls. We're not going to get all of them because one of them is on private property, and you have to. <laughs> Uh, set up an appointment to go view it and we're not doing appointments on our vacation so but there we're going go. to go do a little hiking and go see these beautiful waterfalls i so, think that's magnificent here's hoping they've had some rain and they actually have water going over them yes <laughs> that would be nice <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and um, we don't want the imaginary waterfall. <laughs> Before we let Kay go, um, can, Kay, can you just quickly just say how to donate? You can go to the website, permianbasingives.org, click on the organization you want to donate to. It will open it up into a separate window and take you to that organization's donation page. And you can give online that way. Or you can actually write a check and send it to the organization as long as they have it within a few days of the event. Um that that will count, and the organ the donor will accept that. They just need to put Permian Basin gives in the memo line. Ah, okay, good to know. Great. Yeah, and I'm going to take a let me oh, let me take a minute to give a shout out to Kay because I know that she has been instrumental in getting this Permian Basin gives. I think Kay the other day in our meeting, you guys talked about you trying to been trying to pull it together for five or six years. Seven. Is seven. Okay. Seven years. Also, for seven <laughs> years, you guys have been attempting to do this and you've not given up. So, and I often tell Kay, she's definitely a role model for me because she knows uh, she's got her finger on the pulse of what's going on in nonprofits, not only in Midland, but uh, everywhere. So she's been a great help to me since I became the executive director at Center. So uh, that was a personal thank you, Kay, and a professional one. I would well, have to. You. I would have to second that. I I think the world of Kay. So thank you so much for doing this for our for our community nonprofits. We thank appreciate you. you. And have a great vacation. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Kay. Bye. Okay, that wraps it up. Center Solutions is a production of the Recording Library of West Texas. Post-production work is done by Bailey Hennis. Content is provided by Melanie Size and Christy Edwards. Contact Centers for Children and Families at 432-570-1084 or the Recording Library, 432-682-2731. Email Melanie with questions you want answered on the show at msize at centerstexas.org. That's M-S-A-I-Z at C-E-N-T-E-R-S-T-X dot O-R-G. Both nonprofits are on all social media platforms. See you next time.